friends, welcome to the season premiere. Everybody Speaks Music Season 3. I'm Mojo Kemp, and I'm alongside with Chris Schultz. Welcome back, everybody. Chris, here we are, back in the saddle. It feels really great to be back. I missed it. That tells you, you you know, I love doing this with you. And even though we, what did we take a month off there? Six weeks, man. But it Six felt weeks? like it just wow. flew by. Yeah. And I, my favorite part is hearing from people saying, hey, where are the shows? <laughs> so yeah. anyone out there who's listening, who's itching for the next show, do we ever have a great season three coming out for you? And, and Mojo, how about our first guest that's going to be coming out next week? What? What an amazing young man this guy is. I want to tell our listeners a bit about what they're going to get next week. We have an amazing young man, Chris. Pete Dankelson from Pete's Diary will be joining us. What a story this guy has. I love the direction of our show, Chris. Season two was so many amazing stories. And I am so looking forward to season three. And Pete just kicks it off with a bang. Yeah, he's he's someone I've been looking up to for a while. A young a young man, twenty one years old, just outside of Chicago, and yeah, you know, arguably our most famous guest. When you go online and you type in Pete's diary, you'll quickly find out why. Uh, Pete and his family, uh, his mother Dee Dee, they're a force of nature. They're spreading so much positivity in the world, and Pete's guitar playing is outstanding. It's just a, a really great, great episode, really inspiring and uplifting to get us started off off on the right foot. I was That's- definitely fanboying a little bit. That was hard not to. I, you know, when we meet our guests and like with Ruth and some of the guests we've had on, where I go, I, I look up to these people, and here they are on our show. It's such a dream come true, and and it's just picking up steam and it's just such an honor to get to do this type of storytelling to get to reach people with inspiring stories of musical journeys and other things that are coming into play on these amazing uh, guest lives just it's great my friend it's nice to see somebody else fanboy for a change usually i'm fanboy but it, it's it's pretty cool to watch you fanboy that's next week's show chris Let's fill everybody in a little bit on what we did on our break. You went on this amazing road trip with twin yeah. baby girls. Are you a madman? Yeah. yeah, apparently. I mean, it, you know, it was a great idea and it was a it was just <laughs> time. You know, I think for the last couple of years you know th- this the way the world's been and not connecting and not getting out this is not the world that i envision for my daughters and getting them out and showing them the world and getting to meet people and seeing some of the exciting amazing things that america has to offer was a dream come true so we got in the van we drove and we did about two and a half hours of driving and then we pull out find any park let them run give them big lunch they'd nap for the next part of the journey and then there we were Boise, Idaho, camping in Bruno National Park, right against the sand dunes. We did the Easter egg hunt in the sand dunes. It was so much fun. And yeah, we ended up going down to Vegas, which was, you know, debatable. Do you bring your toddlers to Vegas? Yes, you do. It's great. They loved it. They We were in the Mirage. We got to show, uh, see the, the whole display for the Beatles love. They, you know, they're not old enough to get in, but we spent hours at that Beatles love zone just running around and laughing and then uh, we went down to a wedding in Phoenix and then we came back up and went to Disneyland which was really the most insane part of the whole journey because 
you know, it's, it was hot. There was way too many people in there. It took like an hour just to go on the Dumbo ride, but our girls loved it. And, uh, then we just, yeah, we came up the, the coastline. We got to meet Tony in person, Tony, like we were, okay. True story here. So this was going to be the, the biggest highlight for me outside of, you know, being with the family was getting to finally meet Tony in person. We were so excited and we were going to go to his brother's house. His mom was going to come over and bring all this great food. And we were coming from uh, Tempe, Arizona. We just passed Palm Springs. We're on a five lane highway, just full of semi trucks. That's moving at about, you know, 10 miles an hour forever. And all of a sudden our van engine light goes on. It, it says warning, see dealership immediately. <laughs> and, you know, Jill was driving and she's like, what do I do? And I'm like, oh, I, you, you're just going to have to get over to the shoulder somehow. But you can imagine just four lanes of semis to get through. It was crazy. She did a great job. She got us off the side of the road. She said the van's losing power. Great news. It We managed to get the thing back to a dealership in the in Palm Springs and it was there was nothing wrong. Apparently it was bad gas. Is what they said, you know, what? So it, it just shows you, you know, sometimes the technology can't handle something, but oh, the van was fine. We got back on the road, but sadly we missed Tony and his family. So we were really bummed about that. And I reached out and said, you know, when we leave, we're going to be driving up the 101, you know, where's your address? Maybe we can catch you. And he punched the address in for us and there we were. So yeah, that was, that was a highlight. Um, he is a very, very strong strong man in person like you know i hugged him and it felt like i was hugging a rock and uh we got to meet his his guide dog diana who's so sweet the girls love diana he took us to his favorite coffee shop we got to meet the owners and uh and then we there we went up to san francisco over the golden gate bridge and then we went up the big sur coastline and we arrived at our camp spot at 9 30 and set up a tent in the dark and our girls were troopers and at that point i felt like the worst parent in the world but it all worked out. <laughs> Don't do this if you're listening. Trust me, but you know what? Thanks to our girls and Jill, it was it was awesome. It sounds pretty awesome, bro. It sounds like it's a great trip. And you know, they're only this age once, my friend. Only this age one time. You know, Chris, when we left, the last show was an amazing two-parter about focal dystonia. And we had on the very lovely Ruth Childs. I want to know, and I'm sure listeners want to know too, we know you've got Ruth's book. A little update on, on where you're at. What's going on with, with Ruth's book and, and the Hands of Stone? Well, I mean, I'm very, I'm very relieved to have this book in my possession and also just a direct contact with Ruth. And she is doing some great work online. I, I missed a lot of these master classes that she's been hosting, but she's just there giving the information out and directing people where to go. But to back up a bit, the every word in her book is resonating with me. I've never read a book where I have to slow down and think about every sentence. And that is such a fun way to read a book. So, you know, I'm about a quarter of the way through it. It was hard to read on the trip because we were either driving or watching the kids. But I, I just remember escaping up to the top of this one hotel we were staying in. There was a pool up there and I just read the book for an hour straight. I got up to some of the earlier exercises and I can just tell just being becoming more aware of my body, uh, of where my where the problems are really coming from in my mind and how that relates to the body. Uh, something that came up in her episode that we both sort of attributed to Dr. Gabor Mateus, you know, the body, the 
body keeps score. So you can't, you can't escape stress and you can't escape trauma and you can't, you, you have to face it and you have to figure out where, where it's coming from. So I think for me, that's the next step is just realizing that I, I can't build a wall around these problems. I have to open them up and uh, I'm excited to do that. So uh, we'll, we'll keep checking in, but I have no doubt that I'm going to play freely again. Part of it is just accepting whatever happens, happens too. It's not even a thing I'm fighting with. I don't really need to play the way I used to play. Um, the thought is nice, but even thinking that I'm correcting something or fixing something creates stress. So I'm learning not to care and to let go of that too. So that's been pretty helpful. But yeah, I can't wait to, to finish the book and then reread it another hundred times. Chris, I'm so stoked that you are that stoked about Ruth's book. And I can't wait to do a little work with Ruth myself on my teaching journey, as we talked about on that show. I am so looking forward to getting this season rolling, my friend. Absolutely. And like we, we were just saying, Mojo, with the some of the, the numbers we're seeing and the support we're getting, we just we're so grateful. And I wanted to say to all of our listeners, truly, if you've had an episode that resonated with you, Please share it with someone you think might find value in it because we're really proud of some of the, the material that's coming out, the stories, the inspiring tales that are that are being shared. So if you heard something in season two or season one and you remember it, please share it with someone. We're not we don't want this to sit wrapped up in a small community. It's it's meant to get out and help the world. Uh, when we when we meet Pete next week, you're gonna hear another inspiring story an amazing human being that's out there impacting countless people so thank you for your support everyone we really appreciate it that's the premiere everybody thanks for joining us and remember everybody speaks music, music.